Hello, God bless you. Welcome, saints of God, to another live um, broadcast. Today, as always, we are going to be looking into the Word of God to see what the Spirit of God has for us. You are highly welcome from whatever nation of the world you're joining us from today. Kindly share the broadcast, invite family and friends, and let them know that we are live from the House of Salem International Studios. God is good, God is great, and God is said to do mighty things among us today. As you join us, I want to know the um, nation you are joining from, what part of the world you're joining this hallowed service from. And I know the Lord is going to bless you greatly today in the name of Jesus. It's going to be an amazing time in God's presence. And we are believing God for an awesome release of grace. And so that the Father will be glorified in the Son. You're welcome once again in Yeshua's name. Kenneth Olatunji, God bless you. It's nice to be with you again. God bless you all. Letza, you're welcome. Chidera, God bless you. Today we're going to be talking about the false disciples. The false disciples. Um, when God was giving me the mandate for my ministry work for the house of Salem, um, he told me to raise up a prophetic people, restore holiness to the prophetic house, and bring back the move of his genuine prophetic spirit and anointing. And this is what... Um, gave me the apostleship to the prophetic house of God in this end time. And by the authority of his word and by the revelation of his spirit, he has given us in the house of Salem utterance to, from his word, bring truth and light. To counter the knowledge and the oppression of falsehood that is heavily represented and domiciled in the church of the 21st century, in the church of the last days. So all we do here is to speak the word of God, to speak by the spirit of God, and to speak from a clear conscience. Now the word of God is likened to a sword. And the sword cuts two ways. The Bible said the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit joint and marrow and it is the designer of the thought and intent of the heart it cuts that which is false from that which is truth it separates that which is of the spirit from that which is of the flesh so if you bring the word of god the word of god is the most potent tool of discernment and that's what i teach in my ministry and that's what i teach my followers let the word of god be your first tool of discernment. The word of God is the most potent tool of discernment. That's why you cannot deceive or cajole a man who knows the word of God. He cannot be tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine because he's heavily grounded in the word. And that is why from this I began to understand that revival begins when God begins to quicken people to labor in the word and doctrine. Revival does not just begin by prayer. Prayer is one of the um, things that fan revival up. 
But one of the things you begin to notice whenever there's a revival or whenever there's a revival is that there's going to be a quickening for men to labor in the word and doctrine. When Jesus ascended up on high, what the apostles did that was that they gave themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. There was a quickening for labor in the word and doctrine. And that is what has helped us to establish the Christian faith to this point. It was actually built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. So knowing the word and the labor of the word of God is part of the um, tools or part of the signs of revival. Whenever there's revival in the land, people will not just all, only pray, people will all also labor in the word and doctrine. Whenever there's revival, people will not all um, will not pray alone. People will also labor in the word and in doctrine. And that's why we're laboring the word of God and in doctrine as one of the testament to the fact that God is bringing revival in this day and in this time. God told me in 2020, he told me that there was going to be an awakening that would begin from that year. And he told me about the lockdown that would happen, which I prophesied on this platform. And he told me that an awakening was coming and it would be the awakening of the bride. And that the church will be the first weapon Satan will use to fight the bride of Christ. And he told me that 2020, the revival of 2020 will be a revival of the secret place. And that was why the lockdown was sanctioned so that the people can go and look for truth. And if you read prophetic timeline or if you study the timeline, you will discover that accurate prophetic teachers began to rise in 2020. People who had labored in the word of God, God began to give them voice in 2020 because he told me that 2020 would be the year of the hidden revival that men are going to be in their houses and they will look for God and true to the word of the Lord 2020 was the lockdown and in that year a lot of people found God in his word when the systems men set up were broken down a lot of people found God in his word that is one of the signs of revival apart from prayer one of the key signs of revival is a quickening to labor in the word and doctrine to establish the truth of God so that the elects of the God of the Lord will be properly grounded and not deceived because there's heavy deception in the end time and there's going to be deception until the Lord appears and that is why the elects are those who are established in the word of God not tossed around by wind of doctrine, traditions of men, and the deceptive honor of men that have departed from the faith. And that is why in the house of Salem, where people separated unto God, a people that labor in the word of God, we are not just a prophetic ministry that prophesy, we are people that believe in the truth of the gospel of Jesus. And by the Spirit, we bring out accurate teaching that has authority in the word of God. God told me sometime this year, that he had left the cathedrals and he's going to the caves and the house fellowship. And that's what we're going to be seeing. God is going to begin to stir up, you know, revival in different quarters. You are going to begin to hear the, the church in the house of this person, the church in the house of that person, the church in the house of that person, as opposed to a mega congregation somewhere. God is going to begin to quicken Bible study groups, house fellowships, cave-like gatherings, uh, people that are going to go back to the basis of the word of God 
and their faith is going to be built on Jesus. And one among such cave, one among such things that God is raising, such one skin that God is raising, is the house of Salem. And that's why we labor. You may not like my tune. Uh, forgive me. This is how the Lord created me to speak. Uh, but judge the accuracy of the word and character of Christ. And so today, we are going to speak about the false disciples. We've spent a lot of time releasing prophetic teachings from this ministry to the world. And like I believe, the true brides of Christ, we hear it and they will trim their lamp. They will trim their lamp. They will trim their lamp. But I now discovered by study that uh, it's not only the false prophet that is the path or that is the um, cause or the tool for deception in the end time. It's not only the false prophet. That would be Satan's tool of deception in the end time. Another category of, you know, individuals that will be Satan's tool of deception is the false disciples. So on one hand, we have false prophets as one of the major tools for certain deception in the end time. And on the other hand, we have the false disciples. You would preach the gospel of Jesus to expose the falsehood of the false prophet, but the parting process will not be complete if you don't address the activities of the false disciples. Because the false disciples can cause a true disciple that is not standing firmly to compromise. Just as Paul said, eating meat can cause a brother to fall. A false disciple of Jesus, a false member, by his lifestyle, by his understanding, by his discipleship, can cause a true and sincere follower of Jesus that is not well rooted in the gospel of Jesus to fall. If you don't know, a lot of people came in contact with false prophets because false disciples came in contact with false prophets because false disciples led them there. So, the false prophets are dangerous, but the false disciples are also dangerous. Because I've discovered that it is the false disciples that actually empower the ministry of the false prophet. It is the false disciples that actually sponsor the ministry of false prophets. The people whose God is their belly. Someone wrote to me today from China or, or, or Japan or one of these Asian countries. And this person, this woman said to me that, um, does God answer prayer? And I replied, I said, yes, God answers prayer. And she said, I don't think so. God does not answer prayer as you people say. She said, if God answers prayer, why do Christians visit witch doctor? Then I told her that a Christian who is following Jesus will not visit a witch doctor. And that the fact that someone masquerades or dresses with a good suit to come to church does not mean that person is following Jesus. Jesus said, not everyone who said to me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit eternal life. And then this person, she began to rant on how she has been praying for five years and yet she doesn't have money, she's suffering, you know. So because of that, God does not answer prayer. Then I now discover I'm dealing with an ingrate. I'm not dealing with someone who wants to learn. I'm dealing with an ingrate whose God is his belly. His idea 
of the cross of Jesus is gain. <laughs> I now told us that um, Jesus of the Bible encourages us to take up our cross and deny ourselves to follow him. So a Christian does not follow God because he wants money or breakthrough. A Christian follows God because he's the one that has the one of eternal life. And then she kept on arguing that God does not answer prayer. And I discovered that um, on top of that, this person was also blasphemous. Uh, so I now said, the prayer of a sinner and a faithless, God in truth will not answer. And this lady now said, okay, well, I've called her a sinner. And that's the same way they called Job a sinner because he was suffering. And I say, you are not worthy to compare yourself with Job because the last time we checked scripture, Job did not deny God even in his suffering. You've not gone through half of what Job is going through. You still won't have a phone to go online. And you are comparing yourself to Job. I said, you've heard. This is your heart. May let God deliver your children from that heart. But that is only a sample. I know God allowed me to see that message as a sample to the kind of disciples we have who come to church these days. People who think following Jesus is for, is for the belly. No wonder false teachers and false prophets can tell them what they want to hear. That was just a sample of the kind of people who call themselves Christians today. From her statement, she was validating that a witch doctor is stronger than God and she had no remorse for what she was saying. Why? Because she has prayed for five years. And I asked her, I said, have you won one soul to Jesus this whole five years? So that we can say, okay, you have a strong reason before God. She couldn't answer me. That's when I knew I was dealing with a false disciple. Yes, sir. False disciples come in all shapes and size. They only enthroned Jesus as king after they've eaten Yes, the same way the false followers after they ate bread, they began to look for Jesus. Jesus told them, he said, you do not look for me because you want to hear my teachings. You are looking for me because you ate bread yesterday and they did deny it. They said, our father, our fathers ate bread in the wilderness. What sign do you have to give to us? The same people that ate bread. He said, give us this bread so that we can eat. False disciples are those who Take advantage of the gospel of Jesus to satisfy their belly. That's a false disciple. He does not take inventory of his life. He does not say, how have I served this God effectively? For this mercy that has been shown to me by this God, have I laid down my life for him? How many souls have I won to this kingdom? Have I witnessed to this Jesus? A false disciple is interested in his belly. A false disciple. You don't plead with the false disciple. You rebuke them. Jesus told them. He said, you are not looking for me because of what I have to teach you. You are looking for me because you ate. They wanted to enthrone him as their king. When he brought the word, they left him. That's a false disciple. They cannot endure sound doctrine. A false disciple cannot endure pain. For They rejoice at first. But when they are tried for the sake of the word that they have received, they shift ground. That's a false disciple. And for falsehood to be complete in a territory, a false prophet needs to meet a false disciple. Yes, sir. Yes. yes sir. A false prophet needs to pair with a false disciple. Mm. A I will show you from scripture in two minutes. Yes, sir. That is how deception is established in a territory. A false teacher and a false prophet will meet a man that doesn't know Jesus. 
a man that doesn't want to know Jesus, a false prophet, will always pair with a false disciple. False disciples are the ones who sponsor the ministry of false prophets. A true disciple, like the followers I have, the brethren I have, if I if I say error, the apostle, this is what Bible says, they are not following me because I'm apostle. They are following me as I follow Jesus. Yes. So let's look at scripture. I've just given you a breakdown on what a false disciple represents and what a false disciple is. And after this teaching, you are going to know, you are going to know what a false disciple is and why the false disciple is the lover of a false prophet. Speak against the error of a false prophet. That's why you know a false disciple. Are, are, are you with me, sir? Speak again from scripture. The error of a false prophet, the false disciple will appear. They have love. They have love for false prophets. They have, they have weak spot for false prophets. They love their false prophet. A false disciple cannot endure. Have you not heard some people say, what you are saying is true, but anybody you hear said that, the spirit of error is already operating. What I'm saying from the scripture is true. What is the but there? What you are saying is true, but. Sometimes when we go to our comment session, we see, we see those kind of people. The spirit of error is already gaining ground in that person's heart. He said, if you've heard the word of God today, do not harden your heart. That is the way a disciple responds to Jesus. Didn't our heart born within us when he spoke to us and opened the scripture to us? That's the way disciples a disciple respond. Uh, 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 what you are saying is actually true, uh, but uh, but what is the but there? Is the spirit of error that is gaining ground in that person's life or not to them. And if you are not rigid in the word of God, you will hear their counsel. <laughs> Be diplomatic in what you are saying. Oh my God. Hey, Jesus was never a diplomatic man. He was never diplomatic. He stood in the very temple of the Pharisees and he addressed them. Apostle Paul was not diplomatic. That's why he was able to rebuke Peter when Peter heard. That's what we call love. Are you following me? Let's look at the book of 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 4. Yes, play that melody. 1 Timothy Chapter 4. Are you following me? From verse 1. Now the Spirit speaks expressly. First Timothy chapter 4. From verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. Meaning the Spirit of God puts it to you plainly. He puts it to you plainly. That in the latter times many shall depart from the faith. Now we need to stop here and understand what it means to depart from the faith. And you cannot understand what it means to depart from the faith if you don't know what the faith is. Mm. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Many shall depart from the faith. A man who does not know what the faith is, oh my God, will not know when he has departed from the faith. So what is this faith? This faith is salvation in Jesus and the gospel of Jesus. Obedient to the gospel of Jesus. If a man confesses Jesus as Lord and believes in his heart 
and finds salvation in Jesus and submits to the authority of the gospel of Jesus, he has that faith that the Bible is speaking about. So the faith of a Christian is salvation in Jesus and obedience to the gospel of Jesus. Are you following me? That's what the Bible calls the faith. And that's what many will depart away from. Salvation in Jesus and the authority of the gospel of Jesus, which is the power of God unto salvation. Obedience. The apostles say we preach obedience to the gospel. That's the faith that the scriptures speak about. So he said many will depart from the faith. And what will happen? The Bible said they will begin to give heed to seducing spirit. This is our generation. If a man no longer hears Jesus, the next thing that happens is that he begins to heed another spirit. Yes, sir. Because if you are in the faith, the one you will heed is your Lord, who is Jesus. Mm. So he said, because they departed from the faith, they cannot heed to seducing spirit. When you see a Christian who is in love, every man of God around him is controversial, is fake. He has departed from Yeshua and is now heeding to other spirits. He said they will begin to give heed to seducing spirit because they will make those men that, that come in the unction of a seducing spirit, they will begin to make those men as Lord, as idols in their life. So they departed from the faith and then they began to give heed to seducing spirit. So they no longer heed Jesus. They don't find salvation in Jesus. They begin to obey seducing spirit. Flattering spirit. Enticing spirit. That's a seducing spirit. They come, they come and they use soft word. They, they pamper your iniquity and your backs. No, no. Seducing spirit. They come and say, hey, Apostle Joel, you don't need to be harsh when you preach. Seducing spirit. Hey, the, meanwhile, just scripture. There's no place in the Bible that says, hey, when you preach, the sign that you are preaching in love is that you are speaking very calmly. If you find it, I'm willing to learn. For God so loved the world that he gave. The implication of giving his only begotten son was that his son should come and die. The proof of love is sacrifice, not, not sweet talk. The Bible says, those that do wickedly against the law will he corrupt with flattery. That's how a seducing spirit speaks, with flattery. God will give you 20 chip in two hours. You will have 100 million into a seducing spirit. That is what they want an apostle of Jesus to do. To, to follow a seducing spirit. It's impossible. They can deceive everyone but not the elect of God. The fact that the prophet you follow is a celebrity does not mean he has rank in heaven. God, oh my God. They will depart from the faith and then they begin to give, pay attention. Give heed to seducing spirit. And the Bible now says doctrines of demons. Because since they've left Jesus, they will leave, this, they will leave his teaching. And since they've left Jesus and his teaching, and they begin to give heed to seducing spirit, that seducing spirit will begin to teach them the doctrines of demons. Yes. The doctrines of demons. And I'm going to show you um, how we can detect a doctrine of demons. I'm going to show you the pointers that suggest that one is preaching the doctrines of demons and devils. It's still in the same verse. Because there are certain elements that comes with those kind of gospel. So our generation, depart from the faith 
And the faith is salvation in Jesus. Salvation only in Jesus. Not in a man, in Jesus. And then obedient to the gospel of Jesus. That is what sums up the faith of a Christian. But many will depart from this faith and then begin to give heed. They begin to pay attention to seducing spirit. Pastors and preachers that carry heavy seducing spirits. And then those pastors, since they don't know the word of God, they will not teach them the gospel of Jesus or, and they will not teach them to be obedient to the gospel of Jesus. That's why they attend church for two years and all they know is Papa. They don't know Jesus. All they know is Papa, no Jesus. Papa, settle me, no Jesus. Man of God, help me, no Jesus. Because a seducing spirit has actually taught them the doctrines of devils. Can we proceed, brethren? Now, let's begin to look at um, the little modicums that suggest that a man is operating or teaching the doctrines that is common to devils, that is inspired by devils. Let's look at scripture. The Bible said they speak lies in hypocrisy. So, one of the things you will notice about a man who is already operating with the teachings of the doctrines of devils is that there's going to be lies in his life. There's going to be lies in his teaching. And there's going to be hypocrisy. He's a hypocrite because he stands on the altar of God and presents himself to be of God. But when he speaks, it is lies. The Bible said they speak lies in hypocrisy. Doctrines of devils. They speak lies in hypocrisy. A man of God or a man of the gods, not God. Mm. Yes, Just finish eating in his office, then we come out and say for three days he has not tested food. Lies in hypocrisy. Yes, sir. That is why, even though they say true thing, he cannot change anybody. Because what is true is different from what is truth. What is truth is backed up by spirit. And if you preach truth, that truth must be first true in your life. All that Jesus began both to do and to teach. A truth that has not imparted you cannot change the world. Yes, sir. Cannot change the world. You will become a hypocrite if that's the kind of truth you run with. So they talk about all kinds of things. They talk against politicians because they know you hate politicians and you like that kind of thing. Oh my God. Hey, Salem needs to come. So they speak lies in hypocrisy. There's hypocrisy in when they speak. There's hypocrisy around their ministry. They can lie. They can. I've not seen some pastors that can lie. They can lie. Lies in hypocrisy. Promises that they will never fulfill. I will pray for you is a lie. I am fasting for you is a lie. I am on a three-day fast on your behalf is a lie. Lies in hypocrisy. That's what you notice in their ministry. Whenever you begin to see that in the ministry, Whenever you begin to see that in the ministry or life of a so-called pastor, he is part of those people who is preaching or who are preaching the doctrines of devils. And then the Bible says, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. A false preacher has no conscience. Are you following me? Yes, sir. That's why they can steal from you and they will not apologize. That's why they can sleep with your doctors and they will not apologize. That's why if you preach against their error, they can go and bring talks to attack you. Yes, because the world hates truth. The, the world hates truth because truth convicts the world. That's why the Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Truth. And that's why the world cannot receive the Spirit of Truth. Anyone 
who is of the world will not be able to receive the spirit of truth. The thing you are judging, do you know what a judgment is? Kai! The grace that brings salvation appears unto all men, but it came teaching us to avoid and stay away from what he lost. It came with a teaching. It came with a command. We've painted, we've brought another love that is not consistent with scripture. A love that is deceptive and we call it the love of God. We call it the grace of God. Apostle Paul, was it under grace of God? He was, they were the first partakers of the New Testament. Yet look at how they lived their life. We have hypergrace preachers preaching lies to young people. A gospel that causes you to sin did not come from God. Yes, if it came from God, it will draw you to God. How come after your teaching, someone can go and fornicate comfortably? After your teaching, someone now can go and begin to drink because you say grace has saved them. You are fake. Aye. Kabbalah Sambi La Prasar. Their conscience is said with a hot iron. With a hot iron. It is there. The false prophet has no conscience. So from here, we've seen the traces. The traces of a false minister a false minister and then from scripture now we are going to begin to learn about what a false disciple is what a false disciple is let's go to second timothy chapter 2 from verse 4 i mean second timothy chapter 4 salem salem Second Timothy chapter 4 from verse 3. Let's hear what um, Apostle Paul was uttering. He said, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not be able to endure. I will not see, see people that lose their patience. They lose their patience whenever you come with the word of God. You are a small boy. You should not be saying these things. <laughs> See, if I come in my own authority, then I'll be a small boy. Yeah, but if I come in the authority of Scripture, the last time I checked, Scripture is older than our grandfather. Yes, sir. Yes. Scripture is older than Apostle Paul. Yes. That's why Apostle Paul is nothing without Scriptures. Yes. yes. So, are you greater than the, the great Apostle Paul who submitted to Scriptures? Who gave himself to the Word of God? I don't know, a small boy like you, you shouldn't be saying all these things. You shouldn't be saying, yeah. Man will not be able to endure sound doctrine. Now he's talking about false disciples. I've just spoken about false prophets and a little about false disciples. Now I want to focus on false disciples. Because a false disciple will depart from the faith and that's, that's why we give heed to seducing spirit and doctrines of demons. Now let's continue. Why did they depart from the faith? Now, we are seeing the why a false disciple departs from the faith. We have seen in 1 Timothy the chapter 4, the implication of a false disciple departing from the faith. And that he will begin to give 
he to seducing spirit and doctrines of devils. Now we are going to see the reason why a false disciple will depart from the faith. The Bible said they will not be able to endure sound doctrine. Are we together? 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. They will not be able to endure. They can't hold. They can't put up with sound doctrine. That's what the Greek word translated endure says. Anekomai. That's the Greek word. He said they can't, they can't put up with it. They can't forbear with it. They can't hold to it. They can't endure sound doctrine. This is the why behind the reason that a false believer or a false disciple depart from the faith. This is the reason why a false disciple depart from the faith. His first reason is that he cannot put up his sound doctrine. He wants the God of now, now. He does not want the God that will give him things through faith and patience. Yes. He does not want a God that will show him a cross to carry. He does not want the God that will give him fish but tell him, abandon the fish and follow me. So they want a God that will come and be giving them one million every Sunday service. They can't endure it. They hate it. If you are looking for certain false disciples, please go through some of our comment session. You will see people who, who hate sound doctrine. Yes. They can't endure sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. Complete sound is wholesome doctrine. They just want you to give them half. Give them a part that they like. A doctrine is not sound when it has a part you like. Are you following me? Sound doctrine speaks of complete doctrine, the completeness of everything. They can't know, they can't stand that kind of one. No, they want to give. No, they can't stand that kind of one. But after their own lust, are you seeing the problem here? When we say their God is their belly, this is what, this is what we're saying. Yes, the Bible says if you are tempted, don't say I'm tempted of God. You are carried away after your own lust. Yes, a false disciple is one who is rigidly planted in his own lust. That's why a sister can write to me and say, hey, God does not answer prayer because he, he, he didn't give me money. That's a, a person carried away after their own lust. So you can stand and deny God and still come and say, they call Job a sinner too. Hey. The false, the first thing that will happen to a false disciple is that he will deny the faith. He will depart from it. And how does he depart from the faith? He will begin to give heed to seducing spirit. Are you following me? The first thing that happens to a false disciple is that he departs from the faith. And I explain what the faith is. The faith is salvation in Jesus and obedience to the gospel of Jesus. That's what makes the faith. So a false disciple will first depart from this faith and then he will begin to heed to seducing spirits. Spirits that will tell him what he wants to hear. And then because those spirits will not teach the gospel of Jesus, they will begin to teach doctrine of demons. How they can settle you with soap, candle, and uh, what they call it? And oh yeah. Soap can I hear some so-called pastors do it. The money is coming. May that money never come. Mm. Oh my God. Amen. 
so that we depart from the faith. And their reason will be, first of all, they cannot endure wholesome doctrine, sound doctrine. Tell them a Jesus that we feed them every day. But don't tell them a Jesus that we preach sound doctrine because the day Jesus preached sound doctrine, the 5,000 that wanted to make him their king just now, all of them abandoned him. Until only 12 disciples out of thousands, only 12 remain. And because the exodus was so great, he asked the 12. He said, would you guys not join them? They said, to whom shall we go? You it is that have the word of eternal life. So it is, it is possible to have a crowd of 5,000 and only 12 people will be there because of the word of eternal life. You see where people's loyalty is bought. They are shouting Papa because of the bread that you are giving them. Bread. Miracles. Preach sound doctrine. You will know that they never came for Jesus. The false disciples are as much problem as the false prophets. They are attacking. There is no false prophet without a false follower. Without a false disciple. False prophet will go out of business if there is nobody to believe them. Yes sir. False prophet we go out of business if there's nobody to believe them. The false disciples are as guilty as the false prophet. Yes, they cannot endure sound doctrine. The next thing the Bible says is that they will be carried away by their lust. Money. So they're looking for now. Have you not heard people who say, the, the prophet gets solution. Those kind of people, I don't pray for them. They never came for Jesus. As I'm preaching, their mind will be, you know, that, those spirits will be telling them, eh, but you know, eh, but, but scripture said, eh, but you know, things are hard. That's a spirit of Satan, a spirit of deception. Yes, sir. How can you call upon a God you've not submitted yourself to? You are fake in all humility. Yes, oh, sir. my God. Hey, Salem, Salem. He said, because they are carried away with their lust. What will happen? He said that we heap for themselves. <laughs> have you not seen? See, if you are grounded in the word of God, you don't need too many men to follow. You don't need too many men. But see, these guys, they will heap for themselves. Today, they follow one in Kafanchan. Tomorrow, if you see certain pastors, so-called pastors, they will have three different geo, the picture of three different geo on their pulpit. That's one of the pointers that a man was not sent of God. Oh my God. That's idolatry. Because what he's doing is that since he knows he's not called or he's not sent by God or he's in error, he's trying to use those famous people to authenticate his altar. Yes, sir. So that even if you don't come because of him, you will come because he's affiliated to those people. Yes, That's sir. a spirit of deception. Yes, sir. Any altar you see that, it is deception written out clearly. That's deception. I don't need the picture of anybody. I will preach the gospel of Jesus. And there that God has slated to hear his word in my mouth, they will hear and obey the gospel of Jesus. Yes, sir. And may that they put in a picture of a geo on the altar or on the stage. Put heap for themselves. Teachers, heap for themselves. Why is it that you only false prophet? Those are the kind of people you follow. You heap him for yourself. You are a merchant. You are not a Christian. You are a merchant. Looking for where there is quick gain. So they heap for themselves. Teachers having itching ears. Aye, 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 aye. Having 
itching, a, a ticklish ear. They want to hear sweet things. So they hit that kind of teachers for themselves. Clinging ear. You've not started prophesying until you say, you will have to give. Amen. Itching ears. They, see, they will hit them because... A false disciple is not loyal to one spirit. Yes, He's sir. loyal to many spirits. That's why the Bible said they give heed to seducing what? Spirits. Am I correct? Yes, sir. A false disciple is not loyal to many spirits. To one spirit. He's not loyal to the spirit of God. He's loyal to many spirits. And that's why the Bible said they hear for they said teachers. Many teachers. With different seducing, different flavor of seducing spirit. They heap those ones. So when they want miracle money, they know the one they go to. When they want healing, they go. When they want spiritual work, someone says spiritual work. Yes. They know the one they contact. Why are you, why are you operating like one who is in darkness? And at the core of all those escapades, like the Bible says, they are lost. Their loss is what is driving them. I want car. I want money. They don't want a Jesus that will tell them, hey! That's why I pity people who preach that Lazarus was a failure. Mm. Did you see that in scriptures? If anything, you should envy that Lazarus, no matter how poor he was, he was not compromised. Hey, don't be like Lazarus. Oh, Lazarus, I don't know we, we, what Bible they read that from. Lazarus! made so much of a mark that Jesus used him as an example to speak to a generation. He was poor. So poor that he ate from the crumbs of the king's table. But when he died, two angels came for him. Lazarus was a poor man. Don't be like Lazarus. What? If we live, we live unto our God. If we die, we die unto our God. Apostle Paul said, I've learned to abase and abound. When there's money and someone, he said, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. That's the gospel of truth. Nothing can separate me. I'm not coming here for bread. The kingdom of God, the Bible says, is not for eating and drinking, but peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Not for eating and drinking. So because of their lust, all forms of lust and wickedness and greed and selfishness is, is domiciled in them. And God understands, uh, man need to eat. All sort of criminal tendencies is found in them. And you lift up your hands and you think you are praising the God of the Bible. That's why the Bible says God has given them up to vile affection. He gave them up. And because God gave them up, the world is ready to welcome them into its gracious arms. The world is, is ready to embrace them in their compromise. That's why I told you, guys, one day, I said there is the Jesus of the Bible and then there's the Jesus of the world. The world has its own Jesus. Mm. That's why if a false prophet says in the name of Jesus, nothing will happen to him. He will not die. Why? Because this world has its own Jesus. Yeah. Seducing spirits, and because of that, they are going to heap for themselves teachers. I'm speaking about the last days. Teachers, teachers, having cheap ears, and they shall turn away their ear from the truth. Are you seeing this thing in the Bible? He said, There, these people that have heed 
they are teachers that have seducing spirits because they cannot enjoy sound doctrine. These people are the ones that will turn away from the truth. So they are the ones that will tell you what you are saying is truth, but but don't say it. What you are saying is true, but they will turn away from the truth. What you are saying, what Bible says is true, but Papa, Papa say Jesus. Uh, Papa say what you are saying, oh, but Papa, they will turn away. That is a conscious effort, sir. You you know these things, but because of your loss, because that false prophet is giving you now now miracle. You don't know that deception is stronger than affliction. A false prophet will give you money by the spirit he's operating with. He will give you healing. He will take affliction by the spirit he's operating with. But what he will give to you is deception. And if you put affliction and deception, the devil will rather take away affliction and give you deception. Because affliction affects your physicality and your body, but deception will affect your very soul. That's what deception does. It affects your very soul. So that we turn away deliberately from the truth. You know a man is fake and you are following him. You are a false disciple. Yes, sir. A man is lying, fornicating, committing adultery, scamming people and you are helping him to do the arranging. You are a false disciple. The same recompense is coming for you. If you are of the Lord and you discover that you will, you, you will depart from them. That's why the emphasis of a false prophet is material things. So their message will appeal to who? To material people. He that is in the flesh cannot discern the things of the spirit because those things are spiritually designed. He that is in the flesh, the Bible says, cannot please God. No wonder they call their members customer. Have you not heard pastors who call their members customer? Yeah, they say, if you are not here, you are not my customer. Is because they are treating what they are doing as a marketplace. They are merchants. The very merchant Jesus drove out of the temple. They are merchants. Yes, sir. They are merchants. A tribe is rising. Hey, and Salem is part of that tribe. A tribe is rising. Young men and women that will stay in the cave and look for Jesus. It's not Papa we are following. It's not Mama we are following. We are following the gospel of truth that is able to build us and give us an inheritance among those that will be redeemed. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Story. How I went abroad. How a, a woman did not give me money and the woman died. They will be turned unto African magic. Have you not seen pastors that do African magic on Sunday? Hey, who, who are you now? Why did you kill her? Then they'll be acting. Then people will be shouting, Hey! Hey! Why did you kill the son? Hey! Fables! Turn the world to fables! Hey, you, you eat your daughter. Why did you eat your daughter? Then the church will shout, Try! Then the hype man will say, Mommy, help him. That place is not good for him. I put it to you in all humility, you are fake. <laughs> oh my hey. There will not be turned to the word of God, but to fables. That's what prophets, false prophet can turn you to. That's what false teachers and apostles will turn you to. Unto fables, to stories that doesn't edify, to preachings that are fables. Uh, who tied my goat? They will be turning you to fables. Uh, the barren fables. Uh, my 
Great Nigeria will settle you this year. Fables. Altar versus altar. Fables. Turn it. My blood is fables. They will turn you on to fables. No sound doctrine. Hey. People like that, they come you preach sound doctrine. And for more than 50 years, they've remained with Jesus. There's no, hey, that the woman you slept with one woman. There's nobody, they preach sound doctrine until today they last. Are you the only man of God we have today? There's no man of God without scandal. It's a lie. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Are you following me? Yes, sir. The Bible does not capture that. There's no, hey, the Bible says they persecute you for righteousness sake, not for wickedness. Are you following me? For righteousness sake. They found no occasion against Daniel except with his God. Are you? That's a righteous man. That's what a man of God should be. They persecuted the, uh, uh, the apostles when they casted out the demon from the social girl because they liberated the person for righteousness sake. They persecuted Jesus because he healed on the Sabbath for righteousness sake. Not a, a, no one should judge us. That is the language of compromise. The language of compromise. Unfortunately, many youths that don't know the Bible, they are running with it. Our Papa said, you are the Bible. You know what Jesus called it? He said, they are the blind leading the blind. They will both fall into the ditch. Both of them. He said, both the false prophet, the false teacher, and his disciples, they will all fall into the pit. And that day you will tell your Papa, hey, my Papa. And your Papa will tell you, did you not have your Bible? <laughs> Hey, hey, no, there's no pastor without scandal. There's no pastor without scandal. Why do they find an occasion against you in sin, not against your God? Yes, sir. They say, oh, that the kumuyi, they are people, they like preaching holy, holy. They like, that's, that's persecution. That's what we call persecution. They find an occasion against you for righteousness sake. Apostle Jewel, you should not be saying like this. You are a small boy. A, a persecution, an occasion against the testimony that you are bringing. But not you being caught in a video drinking beer. Oh! Inebriated with liquor. And you are saying, oh, they are persecuting me. Don't judge. Don't, oh, you are fake. I, Apostle Paul said, be ye imitators of me. Even as I imitate Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Let me explain what that scripture means to you. What Apostle Paul was saying was not follow me as a person or make me your idol. What Apostle Paul was actually saying was that for imitate the tenacity I use in following my God. The devotion with which I follow God. He said imitate that same devotion. The obedience and submission with which I follow God. He said, imitate that same submission. The passion with which I preach the gospel. Be imitators of me. Even as I'm following, as I'm imitating Christ's system. As I'm following Jesus. I'm following all his step. I'm following his teaching. I'm following his preaching. That's what be an imitator of me. He said, imitate that same thing. Not, not wear the same shoe I'm wearing. Not bob your head like me. Imitate my passion for Christ. If I preach truth, then imitate me. If I preach righteousness, then imitate me. But Jesus, as regards the Pharisees, he said, obey the things that they instruct you as regards what Moses did. But he said, don't follow their life. They are fake. 
He told the Pharisees in Matthew 23, he said, you go through the length and breadth to win a disciple. And after you've won that disciple, you make him twice as much a son of Gehenna, a son of hell as you are. Every disciple of a false prophet is twice as evil as the false prophet. That's why a false prophet can send his disciples to go and beat up someone. Twice as evil. Twice as much. Twice as much the son of hell as they are. Continue that tune, don't stop that tune. Kapala Sakemana.
time you preach the truth of God's word, there's a spontaneous burst of glory. Because the vocal cords are giving glory to the Allahim of mercy. Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the living Christ. The risen one. God be praised forever. Someone watched our video. I was saying, why is it that they always say Salem, Salem, Salem? What is Salem? I don't know who or what is Salem. And this person was a leader in a church. And he said, I don't know who or what is Salem. He has not read where the Bible speaks of the God of peace, the God of Salem. Many times the New Testament referred to the God of Salem. And yet that same person wants to go to Jerusalem. He does not know that Jerusalem means the possession of peace. The possession of Salem. Aye. The name of heaven is actually Salem. The new Jerusalem. So when we say we are priests unto the God of Salem. Who is the God of Jerusalem? It is the very King Yeshua Jesus. In fact, someone said, why are they saying Yeshua? Why are they not saying Jesus? That's the level of ignorance we have in the church today. Yes, sir. Why yet that same person is calling Jesus in his own tribe. Yet when you call Jesus in his original Hebrew name and you say Yeshua, a Christian is asking, why are you saying Yeshua? Why are you not saying Jesus? Hey! Hey!
house of ointment that has been released in the spirit. <laughs> Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, the Bible said there is liberty. There is liberty of the spirit here. This is joy in the Holy Ghost. Yes, joy in the Holy Ghost. I, Yeshua is indeed our Allahim and he is great. He is great. Kabondi Abaiko Velima Rabasambe Kabetomenai. Holy Ghost. Thank you. Shamamande Aibele Kwande Samanoke Malebana. In Kumele La Runde Sokume La Batai. You are great. Isaiah chapter 29. From verse 13, he said, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as these people draw near me with their mouth and their lips, to, they do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the precept of men. Do you understand this? The kind of disciples we have today are disciples that fear men. Their fear towards God is channeled through the precept that men have set in order. Aye. Don't say a man of God is fake. Just leave him to God. That is a lying gospel. Yes, sir. <laughs> if, the, uh, so, uh, if a man of God is fake, there's no provision in scripture for honor towards him. Yes, sir. Yes. yes you sir. don't honor a fake man of God. That's right. Yes. The, you only honor elders. And an elder is one who through faith and patience he has obtained something in God. Yes, sir. And number two is walking blamelessly in the ordinance of God. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Those ones, the Bible said, give them double honor because they are teachers over you. But as for a false prophet, a false teacher, when he's exposed by scripture, there is no honor to be accorded to him. So you can tell, oh boy, you are fake. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. The day is coming, brethren, when a false prophet has his display. People will play, pick up their Bible and they walk out of the program. That day is coming. Hey, yeah. When a false prophet is prophesying lie, then a, a sister will stand up. Hey, a sister that has been trained in Kevadula, a brother that has survived Kevadula, will stand up and say, Thus says the Lord God of heaven. A time is coming. When a false prophet is speaking, a true prophet will stretch his hand and that false prophet, his hand will wither there. Yes. yes. The day is coming because God is going to begin to raise men and women of the cave. When if they appear, even the elders of the city will tremble. A day is coming and that day is now. The Bible says, my two witness, that we prophesy in the last days and if people want to hurt them, fire will come out of their mouth. Yes. They will be yes. given authority to shut the heavens as judgment over charity. Who told you that a spiritual man cannot judge? Yes. The Bible said, a spiritual man judges all things. And he himself is not judged because he's found accurate with God. There's no blame in his working with God. The Bible said, the prince of this world comes and he finds nothing in me. You cannot find anything in a truly spiritual man. Those are the kind of prophets God is raising. A spirit of fire. A spirit of judgment. Yes. They will prophesy the truth of God. And the people will be angry. Angry to the point that they want to kill them. But those prophets will be given power. Hey, yeah. They will be given power to shut the heavens. They will be given power to call down fire out of their mouth. Hey. I mean, Lele. Can I, uh, uh, judge not, let's hear be judged. Why are you afraid of judgment? 
Didn't you read further? Who told you that the Bible? Are you following me? Yes, sir. The Bible said with the same measure you judge is the same measure that will be measured to you. So if you are not guilty of a thing, and you know that you are blameless in that thing, you have been given authority to preside over judgment in that thing. Yes. Don't you know that the queen of Sheba will stand up and judge the generation? Why? It's because he, she traveled from her place to go and listen to the wisdom of Solomon. And yet there are some people that cannot travel to look for God. So she, her life, that thing she did, will become a judgment to other people. Avenging every disobedience. When what? When your obedience is complete. Yes, sir. So don't come and say, judge not, yes, be judge. It means you are a compromised fellow. Yes. The Bible said, anyone that has not received chastening for the Lord is a bastard. Because we've all received chastening. Yes, sir. We've all received chastening. Hey, hey, don't judge. Leave judgment for God. We bring truth. And our truth, we judge iniquity. And our truth, we keep on judging iniquity. Because it is sanctioned by the word of God and bore witness to by the spirit of God. The kind of preachers the Lord is raising. He told me clearly. He said a new wine, we have new wine skin. A new wine, we what? We have new wine skin. Don't expect them to be like you. Don't expect them to do ministry according to how the world does it. Those guys, they move according to how it is written of them in the volume of the book to do the will of God. If God says your ministry will be under mango tree, those guys will not be afraid to stay there. God, us, we is in the studio. We are not afraid. Yeah. Someone say it's because he does not have crowd. That's why he's failing. He's saying all this thing. If you don't know on Facebook alone, we have 42,000 people following us. On Instagram, we have 14,000 people following us. On YouTube, we have over 4,000 people following us. If oh my god, are you following me? Is it followers I'm looking for? By the grace of God, God has given me followers. Yeah. Your name is Tobi
see a people dressed in white and they are holding palm front as we are singing. I keep seeing them. And the Lord is telling me that he's coming for a church that is pure, Amen. without blemish. And we will be cleansed by the word he has said unto us. Because the word he has said unto us as spirit and life. He told me just now in my spirit, he said, fear no man. Fear no man. Yes, sir. We will fear no man. Yes, sir. If you are part of the bride of Jesus and you have the witness of the spirit, the conviction of the word of God, preach the word with all boldness. And fear no man. Fear not him that can kill the body. And after that, he's powerless. They can kill a person, they cannot kill a message. Yes, hey. If you shut Apostle Joel down from preaching, God will raise 10,000 more. Adonai. Adonai. Let's all begin to thank God for his mercy. Hey.
Our sound is not their sound because we have a new one skill. Abokinne sakamina lekeira basaido kabole kamanasa. Our Elohim, Yeshua of Israel, the King of Jerusalem, the King of Salem. We thank you. We thank you, Father, for your Son. Elohim, Madoda. Allah him, 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 Allah him,
loose. I see something that looks like a golden rain or something falling. A blessing has come. A blessing has been released. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Spirit bears witness. A blessing has been released. We give you praise. Someone is asking, why is the apostle saying Allahim? Go and Google what Allahim is. Say, Allah, I love the Hebrew language. I love it. Because it has meaning. It makes, oh my God. Allahim is the one who is above all. Hey, at the last time I checked scripture, the Bible said Jesus sits far above. It's my Allahim, the son of my Abba, Kai. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We do not come with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of spirit and power. Yes. A people is rising. Amen. We will recruit more youth. Yes. A tribe is rising. You see, when God wants to destroy the altar of Baal, what he does is that he set the altar remaining. He set it in order. Hey. Salem is not a person. Salem is a tribe. Our ministry is a tribe. It's a tribe. It's not church as you know it. It's a tribe. A tribe the Lord is raising from all over the world. The house of Salem, the pure breed, the separated people are arising. So as long as you stand for truth, as long as you stand for righteousness, you are a Salemite. You don't need to attend my church. As long as you preach Jesus, you are off the separated because you are one who is marked for heaven. Salem, Salem, Salem. Salem, the city of God. Salem, Salem, Salem. Salem, the city of God. Salem, 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 Salem. Salem, Salem, the city of God. Salem, 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 Salem. Salem, Salem is the city of God. Salem, 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 Salem. Salem, Salem, the city of God. Forever and ever. In Yeshua's name we pray. In Yeshua's name we pray. 
If you are in the city of Abuja, you want to begin fellowship with us on Sundays, 10 a.m. Sundays, just send a message to the phone number on this page and um, you'll be replied to. If you have anyone in Abuja that you want to join this band of prophets, it's a small band of prophets. It's a small band. <laughs> the city of God. Hey! It is the city of God. Nothing defied or unclean will, will come to Salem. No. So if you want to be a part of this small tribe, the house of Salem, we're going to be extending our frontiers. Our hand is going to open to invite you every Sunday to come worship with us. We don't have silver and gold, but such as we have with God. Such as we have. So if you have brethren in Abuja, Nigeria, you have family in Abuja, Nigeria, and you want them to be part of Apostle Joel's um, tribe. It's a, it's a small tribe. Yes, and God called us Salem, the separated people. You will meet other brethren, other sisters here. Yes, that are on fire for God. I want to join us in Salem. Please send a message to the phone number on this page. And um, you are going to be invited to our live studio every Sunday, 10 p.m. It's limited. We're not going to allow too many people because we're still trusting God to get our proper hall. Uh, but um, for the limited few, we are going to enter discipleship together. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a tribe. And this tribe is one of the best things that's happened to me. It's a tribe. And we thank God for this tribe. And we are brethren who are pastors of different ministries scattered all over Nigeria who have the same witness, the same spirit, and the same word. May the Lord bless you all in Jesus' name. Join us 9 p.m. tonight as we're going to be having a live prophetic session and prayer session. And have one of my dearest brother who is going to minister and praying powerfully for you. And God is going to answer. 9 p.m. GMT plus one today. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. And we pray that may the God of Salem keep you, guide you, and protect you. From me and all the brethren in the house of Salem's live studios, Abuja. We say Maranatha. And God bless you. <laughs>